0: Find a moment of calm at Classical WETA 90.9 FM. Available to stream now at ClassicalWETA.org or on the Classical WETA app. I couldn't, I couldn't look them in the eyes. They they kept knocking at my door. She looked up and all I could see were her eyes. Those black eyes.
1: can accept it or be stupid and be a
0: skeptic Unconceivable, unbelievable <laughs> Unidentified flying an object I want to
1: Welcome to the I Want to Believe podcast I'm No More Slavic. I'm Kyle Sawyer. Those creepy little buggers are back. But first, a quick reminder that all of our I Want to Believe social media and email are in the show notes. You can watch my documentary Otherworldly and More, rate friggin' now on Amazon Prime. DVDs are also available, check the show notes for links. Alright, let's share some more Black Eyed Kids stories, shall we? These stories are always so weird and creepy that we had to cover them again. That's right, buddy. Last year, S2E4, we shared their origins and some stories on the old
0: BEKs. This season, we're just jumping in. What do you got first? First story I thought was interesting because it takes place in the morning, as opposed to all the nighttime stories that we hear. Interesting. Now, this is a first-hand account from a witness, so it reads as first person. Here we go. The incident took place about 13 years ago. I had just moved to a new city with my wife. We moved cross country to one of the biggest cities in the southwest so I could attend graduate school. Being naive and new to city living, I habitually answered the door without a second thought. Never again after this. The first thing that should have tipped me off to the peculiarity of the situation was the fact that someone was knocking at 6am. The second thing that should have dawned on me is that this kid had to reach over a rather tall patio gate to unlatch and open it. The knock at the door was startling. Uh, My wife and I were getting ready for work, a pretty normal routine. The moment I opened the door I was overtaken with an inexplicable sense of fear. To this day I can picture him. Teenager, average height, average build, knee length, black leather coat, short black hair and sunglasses. The sunglasses at 6am struck me as odd and even more odd, he was eating an apple. He was very polite, And asked if he could come in and warm up. I said no, closed the door and slid the security chain into place. A moment later another knock. I opened the now chained door and before I could speak he asked again if he could come in and warm up. No, I replied and attempted to close the door. Before the door could shut he put his hand out stopping the door on its hinges. He looked directly into my eyes still wearing his sunglasses and said Can I at least get some ketchup for my apple?" No way, I reply, albeit a little confused. Get the hell out of here. My wife is calling the police. He takes a moment to let this information sink in, lowers his glasses, revealing eyes that are as black as black can be, and says, No, you won't be calling anybody. At that moment, I forced the door closed, locked it, and called out to my wife, who was scared and cowering in the bedroom. I pulled the curtains back to look out the window next to the door. He's gone. Absolutely no trace of him. I go out on the patio and check the gate. It's still latched from the inside. Dude, that's so weird asking for ketchup for his apple. I don't know.
1: That whole story is odd. But okay, here's another one. This is from a marine which I found interesting and wanted to share. Here's what he said. I'm a Marine stationed at Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. I live in the infantry barracks off of River Road. I recently had a rather strange encounter with a pair of black eyed kids. I live on the third floor of the barracks that have open walkways on the outside and the rooms on the inside. This happened on a weekend back in November 2009. Since it was a weekend, almost every Marine was out, either home, drinking, or sleeping. Only a handful were left in the barracks awake. I stayed in that weekend because I was broke and had no money to go out. I was watching a movie when I heard a knock at my door. Figuring it was my roommate who lost his key again, I went and opened it. Instead of a joking roommate, I found two little kids standing in the doorway. Only these kids freaked the hell out of me. I don't know what it was about them, but as a Marine, we're always told to listen to that little voice in your head because it might just save your life from an IED or or, or something else. Right then, that voice was screaming at me to shut the door and lock it. There was also the fact that these kids had absolutely pitch black eyes. I mean, no white or any other color to them whatsoever, just black. But I pushed those things aside and asked them what they were doing there so late. They responded by saying that it was really cold out and they wanted to come in and read. I was confused as hell because I never met a kid that wants to read. Also, there was no mention of any parents or anything else you'd expect a lost couple of kids to say. I couldn't take my eyes off of their eyes. It was like they were sucking me in. I felt horrible and was suddenly frightened for my life, like I needed to immediately take cover. They just stared at me with those eyes. I took a quick look up and down the hallway to see if any other Marines were out, but there was nobody in sight. I turned back to the kids who I noticed had taken a step forward toward me. I got the feeling like I was being hunted, like these kids were predators and out for their next meal or something. Instinct gave way to reason and I decided to listen to that voice and shut the door and lock it. I heard soft, constant knocking for the next 5 minutes before I heard my window rattle and then nothing. I went down to the officer on duty the next morning and asked him about it and he said he hadn't heard of or seen any kids in the area at all and dismissed it saying that I probably had too much to drink last night, only I hadn't been drinking at all or anything else like that that night. I don't know what or who those kids were but I doubt any of the families here would let their kids wander around at night on a military base. As we have heard it in many other stories of black eyed people they often ask to be invited in. They don't try to barge in. They don't threaten. They only seem to need their targets to
0: voluntarily allow them into their homes. That one was really creepy. Uh, gave me the chills especially when you said I heard soft constant knocking for the next 5 minutes. Here's another early morning encounter, it's even creepier than the first. I have a pretty odd sleep schedule sometimes, and I had been sick yesterday, so I went to bed fairly early and ended up waking around 4 in the morning. I was hungry, but I haven't done any grocery shopping lately, so I decided to wait for Starbucks to open at 5.30am. I played with my cat, got dressed, and left about quarter to six. It was still dark out, and I checked the weather just before I left the house. It was chilly, 50 degrees, and there was a fog warning with low visibility. To my surprise, when I walked out the front door, I was met with a breathtakingly clear pre-dawn sky. I lived near the downtown of a mid-sized city, and I could see stars that I hadn't noticed since moving out of the suburbs. I really like observational astronomy, so I walked with my head up, smoking a cigarette and spotting planets. I passed by a gap in some buildings that allowed me to see closer to the horizon, and I had just noticed the morning star, Venus, when I almost ran straight into a girl standing in front of me. She was taller than me, about five foot four, and very slender. I would say she was about 12-14 to 14 years old. She was wearing a thin dark hoodie and skinny jeans. She was lit from behind by the window of a convenience store. So I couldn't see her face too well, but I could see that she had medium brown skin and a whole lot of curly black hair. As I stopped short a couple of inches in front of her and quickly apologized, she didn't move or look at me. She appeared to be gazing off into the distance across the street. If she had been older, I would have written it off as weird and continued on my way, but I get worried about kids very easily. It wasn't even 6am and this young girl was out alone and not really dressed for the weather either. I started to feel nervous. The girl looked fine, clean and whatnot, but her demeanor was so odd I was beginning to think she might have been attacked or run away from a party gone wrong. I opened my mouth to ask if she was okay, but before I could say anything she spoke. I think I'm lost, she said, and paused for a few seconds before turning her head and looking into my eyes. Can I come home with you and use your bathroom? As soon as she looked at me, I felt the bottom drop out of my stomach. I feel so stupid saying this, but there was something wrong with her eyes. She was still partially in shadow, so I tried to rationalize that it was a trick of the light, but as I looked back at her, and I couldn't deny that there was nothing there, they were black but it was worse than that. They looked like pits, as though her eyelids opened into a black void inside her skull. Still, she was a child, and I still hadn't had my coffee, and stuff like this doesn't really happen, right? It's just crazy people and tail spinners on the internet. I swallowed my fear and tried to smile and said, I'm on my way to Starbucks. They have a bathroom there, so why don't you follow me? It was as though she hadn't heard me. Her expression didn't change. She just kept staring at me with those empty eyes. I need to use the bathroom, she repeated. I'm lost and I don't have any money. Please help me. Nothing about her face looked scared or pleading. She was completely blank. I can buy you a drink, I offered. No reply. Come on, why don't we go somewhere warm and I can call your parents? At this point, I was shaking with fear i felt ridiculous and frustrated and i just wanted to run home and cry but no way was i letting her see where i lived she looked at me for another beat then suddenly as though she'd put on a mask her face lit up with an angelic charming smile her eyes though didn't change see you later she said lightheartedly and skipped off in the direction i'd come from see you later jesus i hope not i thought I turned and watched her go, but before she was even a block away, she looked back at me, and I knew I had to run. I booked it to Starbucks, knowing I looked insane, but not giving a damn. Scariest part of all? My perfectly valid pumpkin spice latte coupon didn't work. Just kidding. The scariest part was the demonic little girl who promised she'd see me later. Jesus Christ, guys, it's two and a half hours later and I'm still shaking like a leaf just writing about this. Dude, that's so creepy. I know, man. No idea what I
1: would do in that situation. I know. I I hope that I would take a quick pic of their face with my phone, but it doesn't always work that way. You get caught up in the situation and the fear can make you act irrationally. Anyways, I got one last story for you. It almost felt like a dream. I woke up to my dog Lucy barking. She was upright on the bed where my husband and I were sleeping with our 22 month old daughter. Staring at our door like an unknown stranger was out there rummaging around. I thought she was just freaking out over a house noise. We had only had her for about 3 months and she was still a puppy. It could have been anything, our roommate, a creak from the house settling, the awnings moving outside in the breeze, I wasn't too concerned initially. I decided the best bet would be to open the door and show her nothing was there. It sounds a bit silly but it's what we do with our daughter when she gets scared and I figured it should work with a puppy too. I opened the door and she raced to the front door. She stood there snarling at the door. It was an angry violent growl, one I would never heard her make before. I looked groggily at her and opened the baby gate blocking the doorway, planning to open the door and show her everything was okay. The second my hand reached for the deadbolt, Lucy went wild. She started barking and jumped toward me and when I touched the metal she suddenly changed her temper. She whimpered almost like she was afraid and backing down. As her mannerism changed, so did mine. I wasn't calm anymore. My heart was racing and sinking at the same time. I had been flooded with a mixture of fear and dread. I looked through the peephole. I can't explain why I looked, but I did. Outside were two kids. One was just a smidgen shorter than me and didn't look much younger. I'm 21 and she looked to be 16 or 17. She was slender and pale. Her hair was a light shade of honey blonde and she wore it long about mid back with long thin blunt bangs in the front that covered most of her eyes. She wore jeans, a light wash that's popular right now, and a thin looking olive colored pullover style hoodie. She held the hand of a small girl who looked to be around three or four, in the same style jeans and a buttoned-down ivory cardigan. The smaller one looked at the floor shyly, but had the same shade of hair, tied back in a ponytail. She held a stuffed toy under her free arm and it was identical to the one my daughter has, as was their style of dress. Had it not been for the feeling of overwhelming dread and fear, I probably would have asked these children in and given them some tea or hot chocolate to get them out of the bitter cold. Something about them seemed off. At this point I hadn't made any noise. I hadn't shushed the dog or grumbled nothing. I hadn't turned on any lights. These kids had no indicators I was at the door. The older one spoke. She had a voice that was mature, confident, strong, and accentless. She held her head tilted downward, and I couldn't see her eyes. She said, we have to use your phone. I stood frozen in fear. How did she know I was there? She raised her head to face me directly, and that was when I saw her eyes. There was a reason I couldn't see them through her bangs before. They were black, or midnight blue, or a dark, dark purple. They were otherworldly she said our mother is worried as someone who has always been interested in creepy stories i knew what she was the second she looked at me through the door i had never been one to believe in these things as a staunch atheist and skeptic when it comes to the paranormal i had written off many a ghost story from friends and family members eager to tell their tale i didn't believe it still i couldn't rationalize my way out of this i was standing with nothing but a thin wooden door between me and a black eyed kid. There was no questioning what was right in front of me. I did not answer her. Slowly and silently I backed away from the door, Lucy still cowering by my ankles. She kept talking. Just let us in to use your phone. I took another step back and with that step the tone changed. At first she seemed polite. When I took that second step back she became commanding, almost hostile. We're not going to hurt you. If we wanted to do that, we would have broken in. I'll ask again. May we come in and use your phone? Lucy snarled at the door, and I inched backward, though something inside me seemed to be slowly pulling me back toward the door. It wasn't a physical pulling so much as a subconscious need to go back and let them in. I got to my room and covered up the window, locked the door, and sat there in the dim light of the nightlight. I heard her call me back to the door once more and then quiet. I didn't go back to sleep that night, and I haven't slept right since. I know from reading about them, the BEKs can't just come in without permission. I know they haven't hurt anyone, but I still fear I'll be the exception. When I told my husband, he said it was just a dream. He keeps telling me to forget it, but this lingering feeling of sadness, this dread when the house is silent at night, this fear of a knock at the door this tells me otherwise. What do you think about all that, man?
0: Uh, that might be one of the creepiest ones we've shared so far.
1: Yeah, it might be. And I still don't know what to make of these encounters. Are they just creepy creepypastas that people keep making up, or are they really encountering these things?
0: I know, I'm not too sure what to believe either, and I think these BEKs are not something I want to believe in, you know? (laughs) (laughs) They're uh,
1: they're kind of creepy. Yeah, man, but not me. You know, I I love these BEKs. I would love to encounter one sometime. Don't get me wrong, I'm sure I would be terrified, but I definitely want to believe. Got anything else you want to add?
0: No, I think that uh, that about wraps it up.
1: All right. Shall we...
0: (laughs) As we always say... Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, as we always say that. Until next time? Until next time. Okay.
1: (laughs) If I could be a black-eyed kid... I'm recording and I'm going to use that. <laughs> Please All don't right. use that.
0: Of calm at Classical WETA ninety point nine FM, available to stream now at classicalweta.org or on the Classical WETA app. The been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can
1: already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal.